This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. It's the Martin and Lois Show. New York, the Martin and Lewis Show. Our guest tonight, Henry Fonda, and featuring Flo Michael, Dick Stabile and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin. You came to me from out of nowhere. You took my heart and said it And Jerry Lewis. You came to me from out of nowhere, Ethel Hockenhaven, and I loved you madly. Your hair so black, and eyes so blue, and lips so soft, and neck. Yes, you did with anyone who came along. I can't give you anything but love, baby. Well, that's the only thing I've plenty of, baby. You dream a while and you scheme a while. We're sure to find, well, happiness and a guess. Well, all the things you think that are fine for, gee, but I'd like to see you looking swell, baby. Diamond bracelets, Woolworth doesn't sell to you, baby. To that lucky day, you know darn well, baby. I can't give you anything but love. But I'd like to see you looking swell, baby. Diamond bracelets, Woolworth doesn't sell to you, baby. Till that lucky day, you know, darn well, baby. I can't give you. Anything but love. This is a pretty big day for Dean and Jerry. They finally have tickets to see Henry Fonda in his Broadway hit play, Mr. Roberts. Right now, we find them in their apartment getting ready to go to the theater tonight. Hey, Dean, why do we have to wait so long to get these tickets to see Mr. Roberts? Well, Jerry, the play's a very big hit. It's been running for over a year. <laughs> Remember that time in Atlantic City when we just started our act and we flopped? Well, what about it? We were running for two days. <laughs> you know, I'm glad we got these tickets to Mr. Roberts. Everybody's talking about it. And besides, you could stand a little cultural background. You're so good to me. 
You try to improve me. You stick up for me when I get into trouble. Oh, I don't do so much. Yes, you do, Dean, and I appreciate it. You're a swell guy, Dean. Oh, Jerry. I mean it. And, Dean, remember the other night when you were hanging up your pants and a quarter fell out on the floor? Quarter? You told me it was a dime. Here's the other 15 cents. <laughs> I'll get it. Okay. Hello? Oh, Associated Press? Yes. You're sure it's true, huh? It couldn't be a mistake. And I've been hoping against hope that it was all a rumor. I see. Goodbye. Jerry, what's wrong? I'll just have to face it, Dean. I've lost Rita. <laughs> well, buck up, little man. Maybe you'll meet another beautiful princess on the way to the theater tonight. I'm dressed and waiting. How do I look? Well, let's see, Jerry. Ooh, you look divine. I know. I'm lovely. I'm engaged. I use Chiron. <laughs> Oh, come on, let's hurry. I can't wait to get to the theater and see Mr. Fonda do that dramatic acting stuff. Okay, but first take off that shirt and put on a clean one. What for? Never mind. I'll bet Mr. Fonda would put on a clean shirt if he were coming over to see you. All right, Dean, I'll change. But it seems a shame to send a shirt to the laundry with four days' mileage left in it. <laughs> oh, now hurry, Jerry. We've only got 15 minutes to get to the theater. Now we're in the Alvin Theater, 52nd Street, just off Broadway. For the last two hours, Dean and Jerry have been engrossed in the famous play, Mr. Roberts, the story of a Navy cargo ship in the South Pacific Theater of War. Look, while Mr. Roberts is packing his things, Jerry leans over to whisper to Dean. Gee, it's so wonderful, Dean. I think I'm going to bawl. Yeah. Now that the Navy's finally going to give Mr. Roberts a transfer he wanted, he doesn't want to leave the guys on his boat, huh? Shh. I wish you hadn't told me, Doc. Makes me look kind of silly after what I said just now. But I didn't mean it, Doc. I was afraid to say what I really feel. I love those jerks, Doc. I think they're the greatest guys in the world. And all of a sudden, I feel there's something wrong. Something terribly wrong about leaving them. Gosh, Doc, what am I going to say to them? Gee, Henry Fonda's really terrific, huh, Dean? That's what I want to be, a great actor. Wow, Jerry, what a play, huh? What dramatic moments. Yeah, the most vibrant, spine-tingling moments I've ever spent in the American theater. Really spine-tingling, huh? Yeah, I felt just like somebody dropped a live frog down inside my shirt. <laughs> Quiet, Jerry, you'll shock these sophisticated people. Dean, it's tough trying to get through this mob of people. Well, we'll be out of it in a few minutes. I've never been so tightly packed in my life. I can't get my arms up from my sides. It's horrible. It's torture. It's excruciating. All right, Jerry. What can I do about it? Well, you scratch my nose. <laughs> All right, then. Now, let, let's slip into this drugstore until the crowd lets up, hmm? Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Me? What do you want, kid? Aren't you the man who was sitting in front of me in the theater? Yeah, that was me. Well, how about reaching inside of your shirt and give me back my frog? <laughs> okay, kid, here's your frog Jerry, everybody in the drugstore is looking Come on, let's sit down here at the fountain I'm thirsty Okay, sure All right, Jerry, now let's try it again And remember, on the stool, not between them <laughs> Jerry, you're a real problem Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do with you What you're going to do with me? Don't do anything with me I'll get along by myself I don't need you or the nightclub actor or anything I'll get a big dramatic job like Henry Fonda yeah, 
I'll open in a new play and right here on Broadway. And the reviews will come out and they'll say Jerry Lewis opened on Broadway last night without Dean Martin. And he... And he... Dean? Yeah? Can I have my old job back? <laughs> I can't give you your job back. It's your act as much as mine. We're partners. We're pals. You know, we've always gone 50-50 on everything. 50-50 on everything? Sure. Then why do I always get the ugly one? <laughs> Well, I'm going to have pretty girls running after me from now on. Yes, yes. Go on. When I was sitting there watching Henry Fonda tonight, I said to myself, I shouldn't be a comedian. I should be playing romantic leading man parts like Henry Fonda. Sorry I kept you guys waiting. What you want to order? In a minute. And, Dean, I could do the thing that Sailor did in the play. Remember, Dean? It went something like this. Here I am on this forgotten, forsaken supply boat doing nothing while somewhere out there men are fighting a war. Ah, the monotony of it all. The boredom. The frustration, and every day the pitiless tropical sun beating, beating, burning down on my head. But I won't give up. I won't give up. I won't. I won't. Hey, buddy. Yeah? Take it from me. Give up. <laughs> now, listen, waiter. I don't have to sit here and have you tolerate me. Quiet, Jerry. Let's order. I'm serious. I'm going over to that theater, and I'm going backstage, and talk Henry Fonda to give me a job acting in Mr. Roberts. Nothing will stop me. Okay, but uh, wouldn't you like a Sunday first? Okay, you want a Sunday. What kind? The marshmallow sundae. But it's all different kinds of things in the sundae. You take a big glass, see, and you put marshmallow in the bottom of the glass, and then two scoops of delicious but fresh vanilla ice cream. Then you put chocolate ice cream on top of that and some vanilla syrup. Then you put pineapple chunks on top of that with some strawberries, and you can get some fresh limes and lemons and put it on the top of that. And then some more, oh, put some whipped cream and some nuts, and then you can put some cherries, two dips of chocolate, and syrup on top of that. Okay, buddy. Can you come in Monday for a fitting? <laughs> I hope you weren't really serious about going to uh, the theater to ask Henry Fonda for a job in Mr. Roberts. No, I don't think I'll ask him. I'll just tell him that I'm available and here's his chance to introduce a great dramatic talent to New York. And I'll tell him that I studied on the continent. On the continent? Where, where on the continent? Pittsburgh. <laughs> now, do you want me to say that you can play a romantic, handsome leading man? Well, why not? I've got all the qualifications. I've got what it takes. I've got a rich, thrilling, deep voice. I'm tall and muscular. I've got a beautiful profile, kissable lips, I'm strong, women go after me, I have wavy black hair, and, and look how they're staring at me. Jerry, look who just walked in, our secretary. Hello, Mr. Martin. Hi, Mr. Lewis. Florence, what are you doing here? Oh, I just dropped into the drugstore to buy some lipstick. There's the counter right there. Boy, look at the different colors. Fatal apple, bachelor's carnation. Pink lightning. Oh, I don't want any of those lipsticks. I always get some in a little bottle, and it really stays on good. What's it called? Mercurochrome. <laughs> you mean this Mercurochrome is really kiss-proof, huh? I guess so. I've been wearing it for eight years, and nobody's tried to kiss me yet. <laughs> what you need, Florence, is some real good perfume. Well, that'll make me meet men. Sure, and look at these brands here. Savage, Helpless, Quivering... Frantic. Goodness, I just want to meet a man. I don't want to drive him crazy. Well, uh, what perfume do you like best, Florence? Well, I used to use a perfume that was double guaranteed to stop men dead in their tracks. What was it? Platine? 20 carat? Oh, no. This wasn't that subtle stuff. This had a direct approach to men. What was it called? Pucker, sucker. <laughs> you know... It's nice you two dropped into this drugstore. Now, now they've got dopes on both sides of the counter. 
You'll find out how dopey I am when I'm a big hit in Mr. Roberts. I'm going over to the theater and see Henry Finder right now. Jerry, wait for me. Bye, Florence. Bye. Hey, Dean, that must be Mr. Fonda's dressing room down the hall here. It's got a star on it. Yeah. How are you going to uh, introduce yourself to Mr. Fonda? Introduce myself? Why, he'll remember me from the last time he saw me on Broadway four years ago. Maybe so, but four years is a long time to remember shoeshine. Well, besides that, Mr. Fonda was over at the Copacabana the other night when we were working. Don't you worry. Come in. Mr. Fonda? Yes? Mr. Fonda, I'm Jerry Lewis, and this is my partner, Dean Martin. You remember us. I do? Well, sure. You were at the Copa the other night when we were working there. Surely at least you remember me. Oh, yes, I do remember you now. Say, you never did bring me that second cup of coffee I ordered. <laughs> Jerry's not a waiter, Mr. Fonda. He's the comedian at the Copa. You know, he's the one who got all the laughs. Laughs? It was so quiet during the floor show, I could hear a pin drop. In fact, I did hear a pin drop. That was me. I stumbled. <laughs> I'd better explain, Mr. Fonda. We know you saw our act at the Copa, and we were wondering what you thought of Jerry's acting. How about it? Good, bad, or indifferent? Well, that just about sums it up. What do you mean, that just about sums it up? Yes, some of it was good, some of it was bad, and I was indifferent. You can't kid me about my acting, Mr. Fonda. I came here to ask you for a job of Mr. Roberts. Yeah, but I... Jerry's a great comedian, Mr. Fonda, but I've been trying to tell him he's not qualified to play dramatic roles. Uh, how did you get started? Well, first I acted in college and in little theaters, and then I studied a year at the Champ d'Elysée Académie pour d'Artistes. Well, where's that? In Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't get it. Why would they have a school for actors in Pittsburgh? Oh, I don't know. I guess everybody likes smoked ham. <laughs> everybody likes smoked ham. <laughs> I'll do the jokes, Henry. Have you had any experience in the theater at all, Jerry? Have I had any experience in the theater? Why, once I was sitting next to a girl in the balcony, a low state. Jerry. What? That isn't exactly the kind of experience I meant, but I think I'd like to hear the rest of this one anyway. Well, it was a balcony of low state theater, see? And this girl was a real woman of the world type. Yeah? The kind who preys on men. Yeah? And she rolled me for my bag of popcorn. <laughs> now, Jerry, that's idiotic, moronic, stupid, and impossible. Uh, pardon me, Mr. Fonda, what were you going to say? Well, only that I wonder if it could be the same girl who got me for a box of Cracker Jack last week in the Paramount balcony. <laughs> Well, I'd appreciate it uh, if you'd help me convince Jerry he's not ready for dramatic parts, Mr. Fonda. I don't see why he should bother. I heard you fellas did a good job in that picture of my friend Irma. Why don't you stick to comedy? Oh, I don't care much about going back to Hollywood now that Rita Hayworth has married that comic strip character. Jerry, I keep telling you, the alley she married isn't alley-oop. <laughs> You're just telling me that, and I won't go back to Hollywood. I want a job in Mr. Roberts. Hey, Mr. Fonda, if you could just give him any kind of a small part. The cast is filled. There isn't a thing I could say. I've got an idea. You see, the plays of... Yeah, it's about a Navy supply ship, and the fellas in the crew have a goat for a mascot, and there's only one girl in the cast. Got a part in mind that you could play, Jerry. Something special. Oh, no. Jerry Lewis plays no girls. It's not the role of the girl. Oh, good, good. Which part is it? The goat. <laughs> 
Me play a goat? That's right. Mr. Fonda? Yes? Are you for real? You wouldn't play the goat on stage. Our goat's supposed to bleed off stage a couple of times, and it's hard to get it to bleed at the right time. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Mr. Fonda. I wouldn't play a goat for anything in the whole world. Not anything. Oh, it's an easy part, Jerry. You ought to consider it. Absolutely not a chance. You only have to bleed in one act. Absolutely no goat part. And it pays $100 a week. Absolutely. Say, that's not bad. <laughs> Well, Jerry, while you're trying to decide whether you're going to be a leading man or a goat, I'd better sing my song right now, huh? What's the name of it, Dean? Hey, you're adorable. I know. And B, I'm beautiful. And C, I'm captivating. <laughs> hey, you're adorable. B, you're so beautiful. See, you're a cutie full of charm D, you're a darling And E, you're exciting And F, you're a feather in my arms. G, you look good to me And H, you're so heavenly I, you're the one I idolize J, you're like Jack and Jill K you're so kissable L is a love light in your eye M N O P I could go on all day Q-R-S-T Alphabetically speaking You're okay you made my life complete And V means you're very sweet W, X, Y, Z It's fun to wander through The alphabet with you To tell you what you mean to me M, N, O, P I could go on all day Q-R-S-T Alphabetically speaking You're okay Well, you made my life complete And V means you're very sweet W-X-Y-Z It's fun to wander through the alphabet with you to tell you what you mean to me. Gee, that was swell singing, Dean. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, and I've been, I've been thinking it over. I'm not going to play the part of a goat for you or anybody else. I want to play romantic leads like you do in pictures. Jerry, you're mistaken about that. I never get the girl in pictures. You don't? don't? No. It's been that way all my life. Why, when I was a kid, I was awful shy. The least little thing that reminded me of a girl embarrassed me. It did? I'll say. I used to blush every time I'd pick up a Coca-Cola bottle. <laughs> I was pretty bashful too, Mr. Fonda. I never asked a girl for a date until I was 18 years old. How did that happen? Oh, I don't know. We were sitting on a sofa one night necking, and it just occurred to me. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Fonda, if you were bashful, you must have had trouble getting dates. 
I sure did, Jerry. I can remember my very first date. My rival was the freshest boy in town. Of course, I was pretty scared. The girl's name was Daisy Bell. She was the prettiest girl around. I'm afraid her mother didn't think very highly of me. Going to the barn dance, Daisy Bell. So, my ma, this should be the best barn dance of the season. Yes, I hear they've hired Zeke Martin and his fiddling five. Daisy May, who's taking you to the dance? Well, I can't decide between Hank Pond and Jerry Lewis. Hank is sweet and he's so reliable. The kind of man a girl can lean on. Well, what about Jerry Lewis? He keeps leaning back. <laughs> Well, that Hank's a nice boy, but he's so bashful. Oh, someone's at the door. I'll go see who it is. Oh, gee, it's you, Hank. How'd you ever get up nerve enough to knock on the door? I didn't. I hid out in the bushes and poked it with a long pole. <laughs> well, come on in. Oh, Daisy Bell, I'm so awkward and clumsy, I better not. I better wait outside. Oh, nonsense. Come on into the parlor. All right. Oh, shucks, I was hoping you wouldn't notice I'm surprised you came at all, Hank You were supposed to take me to the barn dance last year and you didn't show up Well, last year the dance was on a Monday What's Monday got to do with your not showing up? Well, I don't think it's decent for a fella to call on a girl when her washing's hanging on the line <laughs> Gee, Hank, you mustn't be so bashful and shy around me Pretend I'm an old friend Forget I'm a girl and just pretend I'm a fellow Okay Care for a chew of tobacco? <laughs> Hank, did you come over to ask me to go to the dance? Well, I was... It's me, Daisy Bell, Dynamite Lewis Let me in Okay, Jerry Hiya, Daisy Bell Say you're looking more gorgeous than ever You're the queen of my coffee And I'm ready to start stirring Oh, Daisy Bell, open the icebox door. Of course, you'll have to cool me off tonight. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh, Jerry, you're so witty. Hank, why don't you say things like that? I'd rather die. <laughs> Gee, Jerry, what's that you got your hair slicked down with? Mobile oil? No, nah, this is something new. Moose grease. <laughs> Moose grease? Yep. Guaranteed to grow antlers in 30 days. What do you want antlers for? Oh, I don't know. Some place to hang my hat. <laughs> oh, Jerry, you're a card. <laughs> come on, Daisy Bell, let's go to the dance. Hey, that's Zeke Martin. I asked him to come by and take us to the dance in his car. Oh, wonderful. Hank, you come along, too. Okay, there's just one thing first. What? Can I take my foot out of the window now? Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, Hank. Zeke's got to get there and start the music. Come on in, pile in the car Goodness, Zeke Martin in person Well Hello, baby <laughs> Well, we're all in, Zeke Let's get going Looks like we got Zeke here just in time Oh, come on, Hank, let's dance Put your arm around me 
Here. Isn't dancing fun? Yeah. Dancing's kind of like hopscotch, ain't it? <laughs> Gee, seems like it's mighty crowded on this dance floor. Oh, there's one dancer that's causing the trouble, and Zeke Martin's talking to him right now. Now, look, I told you before, you're taking up the whole dance floor, and you're always bumping into everybody. I didn't mind you coming to the dance, but there are other people trying to dance, too. Now, I'm sorry, but I got to ask you to go. Oh, well, I was tired of dancing with that elephant anyway. <laughs> Gee, this is a real barn dance, all right. Look, up above is the hayloft. Maybe you'd take me up to see that hayloft after a while, huh, Hank? Not me. Last time I took a girl up there, I lost a box of Cracker Jack. <laughs> Say, they've got the barn fixed up real fancy. It was a good idea decorating the walls with those hollowed-out pumpkin heads. Yeah. Just look at this funny-looking one here. Please, you got your finger in my eye. <laughs> you quit being so smart, Alecky Jerry Lewis. I don't get mad at me, Daisy Bell, because I think you're peachy. Please, Jerry, you're interrupting. Uh, Hank, would you like to take me out more often? Uh, yep. I'd like it to be my steady sugar cake, Daisy Bell. Would you like to take me out tomorrow, Hank? Uh, yep. It's no use. I can't compete with that smooth line he's got. I wish I had a glass of punch from that big punch bowl there. I'll get it for you, honey. No, I'll get it for Daisy. No, Bell. I'll get it. No, I will. No, you look out there. I got there now. Oh, Hank! Hank, do something! Jerry's going down for the third time. Well, never mind the punch, Daisy Bell. I uh, I got a little something on my hip here. Care for a nip? See? Oh, gee, Hank! Real sarsaparilla. Yeah, and I spiked it up with a little something potent. You mean... Yeah, I mixed a slug of peanut butter in it. <laughs> oh, there ain't gonna be any more dancing right now. It's time for the entertainment. And now, ladies and gents, we have that popular vocal trio, the Swamp Water Three, consisting of Zeke Martin... Thank you, one and all, and all I can say is, uh-huh. And Fancy Pants Jerry Lewis... Uh-huh. And finally, the hillbilly Vic Damone, Hot Lips Fonda. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now we hear a little ditty. <laughs> and now we hear a little ditty rendered by the Swamp Water Boys called Drop Dead Little Uh-huh, Drop Dead. Hit it, fellas. Drop dead, little darling, drop dead. I need you like a hole in the head Get lost and get you gone I'm no longer your Don Juan Drop dead, little darling, drop dead Come on, Hank, let's sing Drop dead, little darling, drop dead I need you like a hole in the head Drank my liquor, spent my dough, but still said no, no, no. Drop dead, little darling, drop dead. Drop dead, little darling, drop dead. I need you like a hole in a head. Get lost and get you gone. I'm no longer you don't want. Drop dead, little darling, drop dead. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 
Well, that was fun, Mr. Fonda. Well, Jerry, that little sketch we just did should sure convince you that I've never been the romantic type. Yeah. Were you really that bashful, Mr. Fonda? Sure. If I were Artie Shaw, I'd still be going steady with my clarinet. <laughs> now, how about changing your mind again, taking the goat part in Mr. Roberts? No, I guess not. I take the part too seriously. I'd even try to grow whiskers. Well, couldn't, couldn't you do that? No, Jerry couldn't grow whiskers. He's too young. Why, it takes him until 10 o'clock to get a 5 o'clock shadow. <laughs> Thanks for trying to help us anyway, Henry. Always glad to help a couple of fellow thespians. Good night, boys. Good night, Hank. <laughs> Good night, folks. See you next week. Bye. The Martin and Lewis Show, transcribed in New York, is produced and directed by Robert L. Redd and written by Ray Allen and Dick McKnight. Next week, Dean and Jerry's guest will be Miss Marilyn Maxwell. This is Wayne Howell suggesting you tune in to your NBC station each Sunday evening at the same hour for The Martin and Lewis Show. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That's it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free, thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the Donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs.